This is the dotted line, 97.1 FM, 3MDR. I've been catching up with a, a new EP. The EP is by a band called The Great Emu Wars Casualties. Joe Jackson is part of the band. He joins me. Hey, Joe. Hey, how's it going? It's good, thank you very much. I've, I've got to ask you to start with, tell me about the band name. Yeah, it's it's always the point to start. Um, well, we, we came... I didn't come up with it. It must be stressed. Uh, Saskia, the resident Australian of the group, came up with it. And she came up with it when we were in the UK, where the Great Emu War was kind of completely unheard of. Over here, it's more trivia-ish, like people know about it. In the UK, no idea. Um, but we were just like, with everything we were doing, the Great Emu War, the emus won. No emus died, really. There was a few, but like not really many. But our look was so bad at the time. It still is that if, you know, the great Emmy War casualties, our look was so bad that we'd have been those two emus that, uh, that didn't quite make it. Not even a very triumphant name, is it, you know? Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this was like 1932 or something, wasn't it? I Look, to be truthful, I hadn't heard of the great Emu War. Oh, really? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was there was a, a fancy uh, a fancy YouTube video did the rounds. Um, I've been here for about sort of three years now, three or four months after I landed. Uh, this YouTube video did the rounds, and it was the great you all explained. And all of a sudden, that was like in my inbox, like every day, every hour, on the hour. You know, <laughs> um, it became <laughs> it became a little bit known at that stage. I think. So, tell me about the band. Like you, you've been here for three years. You were saying. Who's in the band? Where did you form here or somewhere else? What's the story? We, uh, Saskia was in a, a group we were in previously in Liverpool in the UK. So that did what bands do, which is sort of release a few things. Then everybody had a big fight. So then we split up. <laughs> so then we started a new band to prove that we were the best, whatever, you know. So we, we started up a, a new group there, uh, me, Saskia, and Elliot. And Elliot was the sound guy and the synth guy. And eventually he went on to much bigger and much better things. Uh, he's uh, working on cruise ships now. Um, and he's had an absolute lovely time, except for all the COVID. We sort of started around looking for, like, just sort of running away from visa obligations really was the thing. So we hung around in the UK for maybe a year until Saskia got kicked out. And then we went into Europe. We spent a little bit of time in the Netherlands. And we sort of just lost all our money because it's too expensive to do, especially when you're trying to do music because music doesn't make any money. So you just spend it and run around. And then we sort of ran out of cash after about nine months in Amsterdam. Um, all, you know, just sort of got through it. And then the next place to go, Saskia didn't need a visa to be in Australia because she was Australian. So it was my turn to need the visa. So we came over, I jumped in on the working holiday and I was lucky enough to get sponsored. So I've been here for a little while. Um, at that point, Elliot went on cruise trips and the back uh, came on board. He's from Nepal uh, via Adelaide into Melbourne. Um, and so he plays drums, Stephanie plays bass, I play guitar. Uh, and on the record, we all do everything else as well. Um, and sort of just find people who like it to join in with us. It's going all right so far, yeah. It's sounding pretty, pretty uh, amazing sound. Pretty full sound too for just three of you. Yeah, well, there's a lot of uh, a lot of reverbs, delays, and uh, <laughs> a lot of like keys and extra guitars on the record. That's our trick, overdub. 
<laughs> yeah, if, if in doubt, overdub. Uh, t- really good, yeah. Tell me a bit about I'm a Yes Man, like this track, and that, like this has got a huge, almost wall of sound sort of feel to yeah, it. This, um, this was me eating uh, my own words and proving that I don't know anything about music, because when we were coming up with the track list, we had a bunch of demos in a list, um, and the one that I didn't want to do was Yes Man. I, I, I don't know. I don't even know why anymore, but I know at the time I was like, oh, we don't want to do that one. And Saskia and Babette, who's got a much better music taste than me, outvoted me and we put it on the record. Um, and it ended up being one of the singles, and I think it did the best. So, so I'm not allowed to make decisions anymore. Um, but it's, yeah, it's sort of a, it's a, a bit of a, it's a, probably the rockiest one on the record, maybe. I'll let you be the judge of that. Uh, but it turned out to do really quite well for us. Um, it's been a lot of fun playing it live lately as well, just before lockdown happened. And now we have to wait for the next occasion.
This is the dotted line, 97.1 FM. Chatting to Joe from the Great Emu War Casualties. Sad seaweed people. Tell me a little bit about this. This has got a fantastic bit of bass on it. I really enjoyed the bass on this track. And I, I kind of like the vinyl surface noise that you started off with too. Yeah, it... Um so before we really got going, we made loads of demos. Um, we released sort of three EPs in a year. Uh, it came to about sort of 12 to 15 songs, and it was all just demos, and I was trying to throw ideas out to us. So, um, and one of the tracks was like a really early version of this song. Uh, and all and all it really was was a drum loop and the bass line, because it, it's super cool. Um, and over time, just bringing other people on and playing live and playing differently. You get to this sort of rockier, but it's still laid back. And so that bit has always been like the crux of it. It's bass, it's drums, and then so guitars just wash over the top of it. Um, the little, the vinyl noise on the intro is a, a little nod to Elliot. He, he's still got a credit on that track, so whenever it gets played, I think he gets 0.002 then. <laughs> uh, however, royalties have worked out, and some of the synths in the back end are his as well. Uh, we tried to sort of like we tried to do that thing where we're like we're dead good musicians. We could probably do this. It turns out that everything Elliot did for us three years ago is like the best. So we just sort of, we just kept it and spoke to him about it. Obviously, and we were like we're going to use these, and he was like, "Yeah, do it. It's great." Um, so yeah, so it, it sort of the track itself is sort of just a bit about. Um, I had this job uh, basically just carrying around pieces of paper for an insurance company. Um, but I, on the day that I joined, they gave me a book, and it was about like work ethic, but it was a fiction book about this guy who like he wasn't a very good worker, but then he tried really hard and got respect. And it was all about like being creative in the workplace. And so a lot of that sort of like really not wanting to get up in the morning and really not feeling very inspired, sort of inspired this. Uh, I like it. I think it turned out okay.
feel And there's nothing to it And there's nothing to it This is The Dotted Line. I am chatting to Joe Jackson from The Great Emu War Casualties is the name of the band. Where do I find you? If you if you put uh, The Great Emu War Casualties into a search engine, you find out all about The Great Emu War and The Great Emu War Casualties, of which there weren't very many. Um, how do I, how do I <laughs> yeah. find the band and how do I find your music and, and how do I find where you're playing live? Well, if you, uh, if you go to thegreatemuwarcasualties.com, that will take you to us. Um, fortunately, the casualties of the Great Emu War went around to register their own website name. <laughs> so we managed to get on <laughs> quite quickly. Um, we're, we're all over the place, to be honest. Uh, they were, we're not. We're not on TikTok because I don't understand what it is, but I hear it's very cool. Um, we're on the Instagram thing. Uh, everything's on Spotify because everything goes on Spotify. Um, but most of the stuff we do is sort of like through that website, uh, we've got a Bandcamp page because we're an indie act and that's where the Bandcamp do like the uh, Bandcamp Fridays and stuff like that where you can kind of pick up our whole discography for about $20. Um, and, it, and it's, you know, you, you get to, uh, you get to chart the whole journey of the band. You'll, you'll know when we're in Amsterdam if you listen to the discography in that way. Uh, <laughs> and you'll know when we leave. <laughs> This is The Dotted Line, 97.1 FM. I'm chatting to Joe from The Great Emu War Casualties is the name of the band. Vanity Project is the name of the EP that they have just released. Flies in my eyes. Tell me a bit about this one. So this goes back into the I'm a Yes Man chat about how I don't know anything about music. <laughs> because I didn't, I didn't think Yes Man should get on the record. And I thought Flies was going to be like, 
Arsenal Triple J breakout. Everyone's gonna love these guys. So we like we led with it. At one stage, it was gonna open the record and like be the the big deal. Uh, and we just sort of like we put it everywhere like, to anybody who had an inbox. You know, if, if you have an email account, you should check the <laughs> drink folder because there's Cause probably you'll find it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, one of those things where like it just didn't really catch on. Uh, so we sort of wandered around a little dejected for about a week. Uh, then we made a music video in lockdown. A friend of ours made a music video in lockdown in which we sort of feature as sort of paper cardboard cutouts of ourselves because we couldn't get there to do the filming. Um, but it's like it's a sort of, it was a bit of a falsetto we won. It, it was a sort of lo-fi demo that turned into this a little bit more of a high-quality track on the record. Um, and Kat Sanzaro is the other singer on that. Like, she's brilliant on this, because my, my falsetto is the sort of silly British man's falsetto, but, like, her range is incredible. So we, we sort of, like, we just put me in there and then sort of put Kat right behind me, and we were like, Kat, you sing the notes, and I'll just pretend to be the lead singer, you know? <laughs> and so it, it sort of worked out that way around. Um, and then it's got a really cool, like, synth-bit sort of spacey outro thing that, it's really quite nice, yeah. The thing I thought was interesting about it too is the uh, the drumming on it. Your drummer uses a different signature almost, a uh, time signature over the top of what's being played. Yeah, I mean, the back is ridiculous, it should be said. He's like, you, hands down for me, like the best drummer that you can find in Melbourne. Because um, it's like, you give that idea, it's like, da, 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 just that idea sort of center of the demo. And then it comes back and I'm sort of like, oh, well, well it's just going to be like a... Like drum beat that you get back, and it's not. It's just like this whole other weird sort of inside out off the snare, and you know, it's all over the place. And then you just put this shaker over the top of it, and it like levels everything out. And it's just yeah, it's super cool.
This is The Dotted Line. I'm chatting to Joe from The Great Emu War Casualties. The new EP is called Vanity Project. Where did the name come from? <laughs> uh, it might be a giveaway. Uh, we spent a little while. We followed all the advice that you get on blog. Uh, someone will love it and then they'll pick you up. And then that doesn't work, so you do it again. And then that doesn't work, so you do it again. Once you've done it about eight times, you sort of realise if you really want to make something, it, it's got to be sort of like for yourself. Uh, and that, yeah. that's really when we sort of reached on the way into this record. Like, if, if we're going to make this, and we are absolutely going to make it, but we really got to make it for us. That way, if we release it and nobody cares, well, nobody cared anyway, except for us. We've made it for us, and we really like it. So we didn't really have the name going into the project. Like, we knew that was the attitude we wanted. And then as we were talking to... It, it sounds better than it is. We spoke to like a couple of labels when we were trying to really decide what we wanted to do to release it. But the, the things that were on the table for us were a little bit, I wouldn't say shady, uh, but not so, especially talking about Spotify before when you get sort of 0 0.001 cents. It's like when we finally get that 0 0.001 cents, I don't want to get 75% of that cents someone else. So I'm like, <laughs> right, well, We'll do it ourselves. Uh, and then once we really sort of nailed on that opinion, we'll go do this for ourselves. Vanity Project as a name. That, that was like a nice little wrap-in for it as well. We did it We did it for us, this, this little Vanity Project. It was great. And where did you record it? At home. Um, oh, yeah, fair it, enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Rebecca was, uh, was lucky enough. His, uh, his wife has family in Byron Bay. So he got to go up there and hide while we were all stuck in a flat in the city. So Rebecca recorded drums in, I think it was some guy's garage. We were like trying to find a studio that was open and everywhere was closed. And then this guy on Gumtree was like, oh, I've just put a drum kit in a garage. We were like, if we can get microphones attached, do you mind if we just record? So it's like, it's one of those weird things. You might be able to hear it in the track, but... The production on it has been really cool. Like the way they've got the snare sound is great. But you should have heard it when we got the first track back. <laughs> the snare is broken, you know. <laughs> and it's like the cymbals don't carry. And we're doing all the guitars and the bass just DI plugged into a laptop. Uh, all the vocals are an SM58, like me locked in a wardrobe, trying not to bother the neighbors, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I do the sort of thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it was a it was a really good experience, and we're really happy with how it came about eventually. Yeah, and the songs on it, uh, who who did the songwriting? Uh, I always take full credit all the time, every time I possibly can, but it's not me. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like we uh, <laughs> sort of come up with there might be a seed in a demo from one player. It's like I would love to say that I made flies, but then the, one of the coolest parts of flies is that drum beat. I had nothing to do with it. And like I, I really like the lyrics in that seaweed people, but it, I didn't touch the baseline. So it's it's a big sort of collaborative thing. We've been we've been really lucky to find like the three of us that work so well together, and it just sort of falls out naturally. It's not often we disagree about something, and I don't can't think of an example on the record where we did this time. But I'll scratch my head. Maybe something will come up. <laughs> I've got to get this right. Space <laughs> Betangled Dragon. 
Tell me about your, your inter- interesting titles. It's yeah, and and you you can't read it because it's all one word. It's all but one it's, word. Yes, it's, uh, it's space bat angel dragon when you space it out, and where where it comes from is the um, the Iron Man. Is it Iron Man? No, the Iron Giant Disney movie with the big robot thing yep. with the kid and set in Russia. That was based off of a book called The Iron Man. And in The Iron Man, the Iron Man has to fight the space by angel dragon. And the space by angel dragon lives on the moon. And it was such, like, we were reading this book and it was just so bizarre. I was like, well, we have to have that. Um, and so the only, the only way we knew how to make it our own was to just put it all in capital letters and be done with it, you know? Yes. Uh, and that way, avoiding all copyright. Exactly. That's how you do it. Yeah.
speaking of interesting titles, I'm not even going to attempt to uh, to say the <laughs> last one. What's the what's track five on the EP? We we sort of abbreviate track five to TAG, um, but in I mean I couldn't even tell you what it's written down as as track five, but it stands for because we wrote it a couple of years ago, and I thought I was so smart. Um, it stands for There is a God and his name is Mark Sugar Mountain. And Mark Sugar Mountain is just me playing around with Zuckerberg. And I was like, oh, I'm so clever. Uh, and then like, I woke up the next day and I'm like, what am I doing? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know like one of those nights that goes on until like 4 a.m. And you're like, guys, I've just cracked the code. Um, so so it's, it's all of um, And that track is a little bit more about like... Uh, sort of social media and and the usual it it made sort of made the cut because it became a lot more relevant while we were all sat in lockdown uh sort of trapped in front of screens and our phones and not really knowing what was going on and <laughs> kind of had that paranoia vibe to it Static television Who let that winter chill in I never thought that I'd get older Fake stars with false potential Force any What happens when everyone Impotent opinion 